0: It's Annette with Karen the load. So excited to have you here today. We have a guest, Annie Smith. She's an incredible woman. I, I um, got to know her a few months ago and actually today's the first time that we have met face to face. Annie has learned um, some great tools uh, from experiences in her life that has helped heal her and that she is going to share these experiences with us to help each of us on our journeys in life. Annie um, is amazing and she is a mother of eight, four um, biological children and four bonus children.
1: That's
0: right. So Annie, do you want to take a minute and just kind of give us a little bit of your background? Yeah,
2: so I am the only girl out of seven children. I have six brothers and amazing parents, amazing family, and um, unfortunately I just experienced trauma as a child and into my adulthood. I was sexually abused as a child by some neighborhood kids, and that led to some... You know, false beliefs that bled into my teenage years that led to eating disorders, that led to eventually me marrying an ex husband who was abusive, right? So, just
0: the sad thing is, so many experiences childhood trauma, yes, and no fault of their own, no fault of their parents, but it happens, Mm -hmm. and the effect that it has on each of us is it's real and it has lasting consequences.
2: Yes, it does. And and until somebody intersects and heals from that trauma, those things will just continue.
0: So what were the what did you think or feel about yourself because of those childhood traumas?
2: I felt that I didn't have value I wasn't special that my body was disgusting that I was disgusting that I was not appealing or attractive it's just all of these things that stemmed from these experiences I didn't I didn't know that I carried these beliefs with me I didn't know other people didn't have those beliefs about themselves
0: because (laughs) that's what we grew up with right those experiences from our life that taught us those things
1: yeah
0: it is when i think about my daughters or my sons or my grandchildren and to think of them thinking that about themselves Mm -hmm. it breaks my heart yeah
2: it is not okay
0: (laughs) it's it's not (laughs) not. (laughs) it really isn't and and i think sometimes um individuals sadly they wonder why 20 years later those things that happened as a child still affect us.
2: Right? Like, are you over it yet? It was such a long time ago. Well, <laughs> actually, every single day it's been, like, hurting me inside. So, you know. It it's, does. It's, it's it's not like, oh, it happened a long time ago. Like, you broke your arm a long time ago. You know, it's it's internal. And the trauma lives inside of you and grows if it's not healed, if it's not processed. So, This is something that's growing inside of you, and eventually it will boil over if it's not handled.
0: It will boil over. Uh, For me, it was physical, and and what happened physically to my body, and and the illnesses, Mm -hmm. and and things that went on until I looked at things, Mm -hmm. until I processed things, until I had tools and resources that allowed me to heal. Yes, yeah it doesn't happen overnight and no. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Some people think, you know, they've told me the exact same thing. Well, that happened a long time ago. Why aren't you over it? Mm-hmm. And just like you, those things live inside us and they are hard to change those beliefs.
2: Yes. Yes, it is. And and there's no, it, you know, you hear all the time. Healing is not a destination. It's not like I'm ever going to stand on this earth and be like, I am healed. It's an everyday I have to make this decision to choose to to fight for myself, to move on and to care for myself in a way that that gets me through that day. It's you know, it's it's not like a magic pill that you lose weight, right? Where it's like, okay, I lost the weight. Now I know I never have to try again. No, every single day you have to try and remember to eat your vegetables and to take your vitamins and to move your body and all the things. It's the same thing with mental health.
0: Not it really, it really is. Some mornings <laughs> I wake up and I'm in this funk. You know, it's just like I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of those days. Mm-hmm. Well, the day before was fabulous. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, why Mm -hmm. do you ever have days like that? Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And I have to take a step back and part of my healing is connecting with my higher power. So I pray to my God and say, all right, today's hard. Give me something that's going to help me through this day because it's, it's a hard one today for whatever reason I'm triggered or maybe I just wake up and I'm, I just don't feel well. I don't know, but there are definite days where are there. You have to try a little harder than
0: others. For sure. And there are things that I know that you have learned that help you to deal with those triggers, those harder days, just like there are things that I learned in my life that help me. And I have to remember that I'm worth it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I am worth the extra effort. Mm -hmm. I am worth taking care of myself, too. I can't just worry about everybody else because if I don't take care of me, I don't have... The energy, there's nothing to give. give.
2: You have to feed yourself and and grow that strength to be able to have anything to give, for sure.
0: For sure. So, Annie, will you continue on with your story, please? You know, I kind of interrupted you you there. (laughs) Six brothers.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So, um, I mean, after a while, I found myself. Leaving the the marriage that had been detrimental to my physical, mental, spiritual health.
0: How did you have the strength?
2: I will not. I will not pretend that it was easy, and I will not say that it was something that I decided just okay. I'm gonna do it. It took years of figuring this out myself, and it took um, again connecting to my higher power to not. I I didn't want to disappoint him. I didn't want to weaken my ability to move forward with something. If, if this was meant for me, you know, if this was the life that was meant for me or anything like that, I didn't want to mess up his plan for me. So I, I took it very seriously and it took me a couple of years to, to figure out and to decide for myself that this is what I wanted.
0: I love that you took it seriously. I, I feel like at times people think it's the quick fix mm-hmm. or, you know, that's my out and that's yeah. not no. the case. And And so the fact that you cared about what God thought of you, I know he loves you. Mm -hmm. I know he's proud of you. It's just hard at times for us to remember that about ourselves. So to me, that's that's amazing. And I think really the greatest tool for all of us Mm -hmm. is to not try to do it on our own yeah and to seek and connect that higher i knew power. i
2: couldn't do it on my own <laughs> that's that's really when my relationship with my god strengthened and magnified by a billion with <laughs> just both of us connecting with each other and becoming one purpose like that is where i formed my relationship with him
0: i have said many times <clears throat> excuse me in teaching or, and women and other discussions I would never want to go through it again. I would never wish this upon anyone, but I would never trade who I've become and my relationship with my God.
2: Yes. My husband the other day was like, I just wish we would have met in college. And there was a part of me that I gasped inside. I was like, no, don't take all this wisdom away from me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I would not be the same person. And he would not be the same person had we not experienced what we have. Right. right and and it was almost like i cherish this this person that i am today although it's hard although sometimes i i hate it sometimes i hate how much depth i have sometimes i hate how much i can look in somebody's eyes and see and know what they're experiencing sometimes i don't want that ability but most of the time i'm thankful and i i would not i would not trade this but i don't want to do it again
0: <laughs> i i totally understand you and i Those same experiences, but what a gift it is to be able to see it in someone else's eyes and to know that you have, you've been there before and not that you need to share with everybody every detail, but just like those Karens that we find on the trails when we're out hiking, we can we have Karens mm-hmm. and Karens to show the way Karens to let people know you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. Someone's been here before mm-hmm. I've been here before. Yeah. And that that's what Karen the load's all about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just helping others to realize they're not alone. Yeah. So I love that you don't want to lose that wisdom and have that wisdom taken away. What has that wisdom allowed you to do now in your life and, the experiences over the last several years?
2: Well, I've, I've taken it and I've created purpose from it, right? So um, I found myself a single mom living in my brother's my brother's basement, and I just was confused and trying to figure out what in the world I was supposed to do, how I was going going to pick myself up from all these shambles, right? So yeah. I
0: love the fact yeah. that your brother was safe
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that there was a safe place for you to to land mm-hmm. while you figured who you were out yes
2: it was it was the safest place I could ever have wished for me and my children I feel like because we took that time for ourselves to heal in the way that we did it was about a year that I was there and during that time I went to a lot of therapy and I did a lot of self-work like strengthening and and working on myself and my kids played with their cousins and played and played and played their hearts out and we talked and we worked through things and we healed and so I feel like that's why my kids are in such a good place is because of all the things that my you know all of my brothers actually did to to help and, and strengthen I say my brothers and my parents they've right. been a lifeline as well But
0: I love that key that you just touched on, and that was that you talked, you communicated mm-hmm. with your children. I think sometimes we're afraid to share with them what's going on because we don't want them to feel burdened. But don't you think they can fill our energy?
2: Oh, they can. And so if you don't if you don't acknowledge it, then they're just internalizing it, and it makes it worse for them. and sometimes they so. think
0: it's their fault.
2: Or if they're having a bad day, if they think mom doesn't even have ever bad days and, and she's been through hard stuff too, then there's something. maybe there's something wrong with me because this is so hard. No. Like, we all experience that kind of trial and pain and suffering, so... Uh, I, I let them see not the depths of it, but I let them see my hard days and I told them mom is having a hard day today And I still do that and my it's funny because now my kids are like, okay mom I'm seeing that you have are having a hard day. Is there something I can do for you or help you with? Or something? Oh, I love that like reciprocated, right? So.
0: Right What great lessons Can I mean, I just can envision what kind of um, adult they're going to be, what kind of parent, what kind of spouse, you know, they have been taught they are wise beyond their years Mm -hmm. because you've allowed them to be a part of the journey. Yeah. So, okay, so let's go back to you're living in the basement with your brothers. So...
2: I'll rewind about six months. I was I was on the fence about whether or not I was going to leave the marriage. And my oldest brother, the one that I moved in with, he came to visit me and he said, Annie, I don't recognize you. You're not the person that I remember. We need to figure out a way to get you back. So I'm going to challenge you. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to challenge you with $500. You need to find yourself with this money. And so he challenged me to figure out a way to help and serve people and... And gave me this money to figure that out. So then go back to when I was living in his house. Where I'm moving in and a bunch of my brothers are helping moving boxes. And we're tired. We're sitting on the floor. And we're like, oh, okay. So one of them says, what are you going to do with that money, Annie? I've had it for six months at this point and Or a year or something like that. And it's just in a brown paper bag crumbled in my closet. Just I take it out and I would count it and flip through it, right? And um, one of them said, what are you going to do? So... Around the time that I left, I did a photo shoot for myself. I I wanted to celebrate life because I was turning 30. Mm. Turning 30 is a big deal. It and it needed to be celebrated. And so I celebrated by having a photo shoot done of me. And I wanted to capture my strength and my beauty during this mess of a disaster of my life. And when I got the pictures back, I was shocked because man, the woman in these pictures was beautiful and strong. Confident and capable and she was all the things that her entire life people would tell her but I couldn't see it. But for the first time I saw it. So that's powerful. it, It was powerful and it changed my life. It changed my life because I didn't see it before. I saw glimpses of it, you know, but I just thought, bless their hearts for complimenting me. That's so nice of them to do the service and lie to me. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's genuinely what we're yeah, my Yeah,
1: they mind.
0: don't really <laughs> know me. Yeah. <laughs> They're just being kind. I know.
2: So, um, so, yeah. I One of my brothers said, what about the photo shoot that you had done for you and, and you, that changed you? What if you did that for other women? And so he, he said, you do hair? You do makeup, you do photography, you can do all of this. You don't need anybody else. You can do all of this. So I split the money into five and I started reaching out to women that were um, in therapy groups with me, women that were, uh, that had been in shelters and just started reaching out and I um, divided the money into five and I said, okay, I'm going to do five shoots and I'll be done. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. So I did my first shoot. She was a year out of her relationship and was so strong and amazing. I went home bawling because I was like, I'm never going to be able to do this. This is so hard and she's so strong and I'm supposed to try and help her and I'm so broken and, you know, I just made that comparison. I
0: love what your brothers taught you. Mm -hmm. They saw the strength in you. They saw your gifts. They saw your talents and they showed You a way out, yeah. But they didn't enable you.
2: No, in fact, there were so many times when I was like, "This is like, I, you know, just changing insurances, or just there were so many little tiny like logistical things that needed to be handled." Mm -hmm. And instead of doing it for me, they would sit by me, or my, you know, my sister in law would sit by me and be like, "Okay, you can do this, and help me through it," rather than crumble and crush my growth, right? They encouraged it. And so, anyway, it was, I look back and I think, man, everybody did everything right.
0: <laughs> I think God led them yeah. and directed them in doing it right. Because um, there are certain things that each of us need.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and that hand-holding,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I know for me that um, as I had to do things and learn, I knew there were angels
1: mm-hmm. with me, yeah.
0: um, seen and unseen. For sure. And your brothers and your parents and your sister-in-laws were your angels mm-hmm. and many more. Yeah. And the angel that you are to countless women who needed to see that they were strong and they were beautiful and they were capable. What I just think what that would have done for me mm-hmm. um, when I was first learning and facing and dealing and you know pulling my head out of the sand and yeah. saying, "Okay, it's time to look,"
1: because
0: mm-hmm. it was scary to look. Yeah. So you know, I am impressed. So impressed. So here, are this, these women. It's your turn again. I, no, I keep interrupting. Oh, it's great. Folks, this your is amazing.
1: Is so, it's great, Annie.
0: I wish you could see her. I wish we were. <sighs> (sighs) videoing this and we might have to do that later because there is a glow and a spirit about her that I know you could see and you could see in her eyes and um, that's why she is who she is and tell us the strength that you gained by helping others by serving these women when you were so down yourself I mean it's not like you had you had climbed the mountain. You were still climbing.
1: Yeah.
2: So my oldest brother, his name's Adam, he he said to me that day, he gave me the money. He said, I think you're going to get out of this rut by serving. And I looked at him with anger. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't have anything in me. And, and at that time, service to me meant taking a mail to somebody, watching people's kids, all the things that I was having done for me... I, I thought, I, I can't take anybody else's kids on and, and watch them and help and serve in that way. I can't. So I just was like, oh, no, don't wish that upon me, right? <laughs> don't tell me I that. I am not strong enough. I'm barely hanging on. And so it's interesting how this all played out because the more that I was able to gain my own strength and figure out how to process myself, the more I realized how many, how many key and essential char- characteristics that I had to fulfill my life's purpose that i didn't even know existed and so as i started working with these women i realized that i had the ability to see their pain and to feel it and i had the ability to know exactly what they were needing and to be able to hold their pain and love them through it was something that i'm naturally good at and um so in 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 working with them it's like i could but not only that, I could see the strength in them so much that I can display it on my screen. I can pull it out of them, and I can show them that. And so all of all of my skills that I have developed over all of these years are, are just being compiled into this one purpose. And it's just, it's not a coincidence.
0: So what I feel is that God gave you a gift. Through all of this, he gave you a gift to see his children Maybe a glimpse into how he sees, yes, he yes. sees them, um, and that is one of the greatest gifts I believe you can have. So serving isn't just tending kids, watching kids, making a meal. What you learned, you had to figure out.
2: It's using my skill set to bless somebody's life. I used to think oh, I don't have a degree. I am not smart enough. I don't have any skills that can help people. Well, I have hair and makeup. I have photography. I, you know, and it's, it's, it, I want to touch on this for a second. It's more than just a makeover and a photo shoot. It's more than just like, oh, you're so pretty. Let me show you and slap makeup on you. Like it has nothing to do with that actually. So when somebody experiences trauma, specifically childhood trauma, there's a part of their brain that can be knocked down. And if it can be knocked down, it can be altered even just a little bit. And it's the self-recognition part of the brain. So we can walk around being disconnected from ourselves, not wanting to look in the mirror, not wanting to look at pictures of ourselves, not because we think we're ugly, not because we think we're fat, not because any of those reasons that have to do with physical, it's because we don't recognize who we are. So...
0: That is real.
2: The pictures connect that. It's a tangible visual. It uses one of the strongest senses, the sense of sight to connect ourselves to our body again so that we can actually live in the present, looking looking at that picture knowing that's me.
0: I have a picture of me. I think I was probably 8, 10, Mm -hmm. maybe, a school picture. And to see that little girl Mm -hmm. who was not present, Mm -hmm. who was the saddest thing ever, it broke my heart. You know, it used to kind of be the family joke a little bit that they didn't get retakes because of it. And that mm-hmm. was just so powerful, but yet what it has taught me. And so I understand that disconnecting. Mm-hmm. I understand that um, that part of recognizing self
1: mm-hmm.
0: being distorted.
1: Yeah,
0: And it has been, it's something we have to learn and to, yeah. to understand and to correct that distortion.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people will say, you know, look in the mirror and say five things nice about yourself. Well, I'm sorry, but I will feel like a liar. So, uh, one thing that I've learned is if I look in the, in the mirror and just say, there I am, I wish there was somebody that wrote this blog post and, 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 I I am taking this information and using it. I don't know who it was. So if you know who it is, tell me so I can give her all the credit. But it's changed my life. Just standing in front of the mirror and saying, There I am.
0: I love that. Nothing
2: negative, nothing positive, just neutral. That is me. That's Uh, a place to start.
0: (laughs) It is a place to start. I wish I would have known that. Yeah. Because I've been given that same advice stand in the mirror, Mm -hmm. you know, say five positive things. I couldn't.
2: Yeah, I did.
0: There I am. I can say that. Yeah. I could have said that. Mhm.
2: And you know what? Today you can say that. I Today can. I can say that. Yeah. You
0: know? <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I whoever said that they were I wise. Bless, their hearts. bless yeah. their hearts. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, okay, it's not a makeover.
1: Mhm.
0: It's so much more. Mhm. What are some of the responses?
2: I mean, I I give the, the women an option to see a sneak peek or not, and I, I like when they want to see a sneak peek. It's the women that don't know that they need this that it affects the most, right? And so I'll turn the camera around, and I'll show them, and first there's a gasp, like complete gasp of air, like, <gasps> and then they're shaking, and then sometimes their knees buckle and they fall into me. And they say thank you. I have not seen her in so long. And look how beautiful I am. That's me. And this is an unedited image, right? I don't, I don't spruce things up in Photoshop. I, the only thing I get rid of is under eye bags because, I mean, for heaven's sakes, we cry a lot. And, you know, <laughs> but wrinkles and all those things, I love them. So this is an unedited image of them, of them, and it's.
0: It's just, it just can be so powerful. I love that you leave the wrinkles.
2: Yeah,
0: because the wrinkles are beauty. Mm-hmm. They're they're the beauty of life. And so often, I think we, um, whether it's wrinkles or scars or mm-hmm. sometimes we we try to hide those things too yeah. much, and it's that vulnerability that brings out the beauty.
2: Well, and I don't want to tell them, "Hey, love this fake picture view." You,
1: <laughs> you no. know, I want
2: to I the only reason we put makeup on and we put uh, there's there's specific makeup for photography. Camera's drowned out the details on our face, so we put makeup on your face to accentuate your god-given details on your face. Huh. That is why. I didn't we do know that. Yeah. So, that's that's why. And that's, you know, it Anyway, so I, I don't want them to love a false image of them, so I want them to love every bit of themselves, how they are existing, standing in front of me right now. That's my
0: goal. Well, they've lived a lie. Not a lie. Right. They li- they've they lived a pur- portraying something what wasn't maybe
1: yeah.
0: really what they felt inside, because right. they had to go on. Yeah. Whether it was the childhood trauma mm-hmm. or the trauma that they were experiencing then, I think. So often, individuals in trauma put on that that face of "I can do it," mm-hmm. which might not yeah, be completely what's going on inside, and it's not yeah. living a lie. no, It's a survival technique, I yeah. think,
1: yeah,
0: for not being educated and having a degree here. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's what I think it is, a survival yeah. technique. So I love. This I would love, love it, mm-hmm. to see and to witness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can only imagine what it has done for these these women mm-hmm. and for you.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it has changed me in a way. You know, I, I had stopped doing it for a while, a while um, not too long, but my husband was just like, there's something missing in you. You need to continue this forward. And I was like... Uh, Cause it's I'm hard. not strong enough. I'm not strong enough. And so he just said, Fine, don't don't think big. I just want you to do one session. So I did one, you know, and and he it it was amazing. I, I was like, Oh, this is so fun, this is so amazing and this is you know, all these things and and I really feel like I blessed this woman's life and and then from there it just trickled and it was like, Okay, I am not done. My life's purpose is not fulfilled. I need to keep going so
0: I love that. Here we, that. Are. Here we yeah. are. So tell us how this has evolved. Tell us what, what other things you're doing to help bless these women's lives and others' lives.
2: Well, after the the five that I had done, I was in a small, small-ish town, uh, city, and it just kind of caught wind of people around town, and I started doing speaking events, and I started... Getting donations, and I it is now a nonprofit that I'm oh, running, and and so I've had the experience over um, over the years of doing over fifteen hundred of these sessions, wow, and it has just been amazing. So now I am hoping to grow this into something that can spread awareness of the importance of healing from trauma. Right. This is the service that I offer, but I also want to provide hope to women um, that they no matter where you are in your life, you can start the healing process and you can learn to know what learn to live freely with releasing that pain.
0: I love that. You know, there's there's no better time to start that healing Mm -hmm. process than the present. Mm hmm. I um, recently was told about a woman who was 75 years old, Mm -hmm. and she finally sought help,
1: Mm -hmm. finally
0: decided, I need to heal. Mm -hmm. I'm worth being, being healed, and that I'm worth it, and I'm worth that time and that energy, and I feel so bad. I mean, I'm happy for her and grateful that she finally did that, but yet there's a part of me and I think wow all those years of of not understanding who she was. Yeah. It's just super sad. When you talk about, you know, over 1500 of these sessions, the reality is there are many many of us mm-hmm. who have experienced trauma. Yeah. And childhood trauma and I think this I don't know. The statistics are, are changing daily. But isn't it one in three women? Or so one in four? One in
2: four. But, I mean, that's that's a, what we know. We know. Yeah. So. so,
0: folks, think about it. You know, in your family, count off. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, oh, four. She's the one or he's yeah. the one. It's not just the females. It's no. not just the girls. No.
2: I work specifically with women, but hundred percent those men out there who i mean are terrified to even voice that this has happened to them and that they're suffering because of how defacing it can be to their manhood but it's really not like it's not healing would would strengthen you but yeah i I, my heart goes out
0: so it's it's a sad sad epidemic yeah and but the reason we have connected, Annie and I, and it, our missions and our love and our desire to offer hope mm-hmm. and to help others heal, you know, they just, they're aligned.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, and we want to stop the secrecy. Yeah. We want to stop the fear that I'm less than because X, Y, and Z. You know what, the reality is we're not, but we just don't understand it.
2: Yeah, that's very true. We, this this gives us an added feature to us. That's all there is to it. So we can choose whether or not that's a feature that hurts us or that helps us, right?
0: I love that, <laughs> that way of looking, looking at it. So continue on. I know you do more than just these shoots. These photo shoots. What else? How do you help? How do you... Is there another layer to this and the healing that you um, You share or you teach? Right
2: now, that's the bulk of it. Um, but also just sharing my own personal story for women to know that they are not alone in this. And that they're not crazy. And helping them understand what PTSD is. Helping them understand the different types of therapy that are out there. Helping them... You know, broaden their reach and, and start sharing their stories. I did, just a couple of months ago, I did a session of a, a, a girl that was like, I'm going to start sharing my stories with these pictures. And so she's sharing a series of her story with each picture that she posts. And it's freeing to her and empowering to her, right?
0: It really is. I had no idea how liberating and how freeing it would be for me to start sharing my story. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to hurt anybody.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't want to trigger anybody. so you know I'm cautious in mm-hmm. the things that I share and, and how I share and I, I l- try to listen to my God. Mm-hmm. I'm a god girl and and I feel that he directs me. Yeah. and I feel like this has been a big part of of my healing too. Mm-hmm. I love, I love personally, I love butterflies and, um, and I love gardening. I found therapy in gardening Mm -hmm. and playing in the soil and seeing that beauty Mm -hmm. that would come through these flowers, all very different, Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. unique, um, just like we are as individuals. But there's a quote by Maya Angelou and it says, we delight in the beauty of the butterfly but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. Mm-hmm. I love that. Just like all these women that you've you've worked with and, and helped and, and each of us, you know, people might look and they see this outward visual of this strong woman and, and this happy woman, but they don't recognize, they don't realize what, you know, what we've gone through yeah. to achieve that beauty, because yeah. those things have helped us to become who we are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I love that. There was a, a a woman that I went to and listened to speak and present, and she was talking about suicide and mental mental health. And she said something to the effect of, "Your struggles do not define you, but they help refine you." Mm-hmm. And I love that because that's a whole different mentality of looking at it. I'm not who I am, you know, and and use that adjective because of this, this, and this. But our life's lessons, our experiences are our greatest teachers. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And so we can just changing that attitude can help us in a lot of ways. And it
2: takes so much energy to fight against it that if you start fighting with it in a way and enabling it to help encourage growth that's where the energy
0: should be spent i think i love that it's so so important because it takes so much energy to fight against it Mm -hmm. i remember um how i felt how exhausted i felt all the time when i was fighting against it
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and now I I, I I have energy all day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm happy. I, there's so much more energy because I'm not fighting against it anymore. Yeah. Yep. And so I love that. So what other things, is there anything else that you would love to share that would offer hope and encouragement to some that um, haven't Shared their story or haven't really, they don't know who they are yet? Yeah, I would just say it
2: It does get harder before it gets better, right? And that, notice I didn't say easier. It doesn't get harder before uh, it gets easier. Right. It's it harder before it gets better. And so for you to be scared of making that first step is understandable. We have all been there. Right. But m- maybe come up with a plan of action. Write it down. And make a list of things and know you only have to do one thing at a time, right? It's not like you have to tackle everything at once. So maybe, maybe your first thing is that you are going to call a therapist that specializes in something that you've experienced. Maybe that's all you do that day. And you call and you set up the appointment. You don't have to go to the appointment that day. All you have to do is call, right? That's right. So if you break it down in that way, it kind of makes it more manageable. But I think that if you start envisioning what you f- want to feel like and making steps towards that. It just, it's just so worth it. Oh, it's so hard, but it's so worth
0: so it. So worth it. Did you ever allow yourself to dream of what it could be? Or were you just so broken? I mean, I was pretty broken that I, I, I,
2: I couldn't visualize anything else, but that's when I kind of rolled, I, I have this visual of, Me drowning in the water, and I'm flailing, and I'm like paddling with my hands, just like my head's going under. And then all of a sudden, I just roll onto my back and I start floating, and that's me giving my, giving everything over to God and just saying, "Okay, I'm gonna trust you." That's when I started to visualize things changing, and that's when I could visualize myself growing and being the person that deep down. Man, I knew I was someone strong, but I had been beaten down so hard that I didn't see it anymore. Right? Right. It's it was I was unrecognizable even to myself, and so I once I did that, that's when I started to see like, okay, I can I can do this.
0: So, as I visualize that, you know, flailing and trying to not drown in the water, when you flipped over onto your back you stopped resisting. Yeah. So you stopped that mm-hmm. fighting. So that goes back to that other key mm-hmm. point. So one, it's to stop fighting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Another thing you said there was trusting, and specifically in God. Now, we're not telling you who who your God is, or who, you, but you need to trust in someone.
2: Yeah, just connect with a higher power of some sort.
0: Connect with that higher power mm-hmm. of some po- some sort so that is a key element um and the other thing you talked about the first step is finding a therapist that specializes in this certain thing don't feel like you can do it alone don't feel like that you have to do it alone mm-hmm. i could never have
2: no i couldn't done either. this they alone. Are, they have the roadmap for you already mapped out right like you just
0: have to show up you have to show up, and there will be potholes
1: mm-hmm.
0: on that road. But they help guide us yeah. and help us to understand and, and to find who we are. What other thoughts do you have to share before we end here?
2: Um, goodness, man, we've covered a lot, haven't we? <laughs> we really have. <laughs> Just know that... You know, we don't know you personally, and we have not experienced maybe exactly what you've experienced, but we've felt pain the, in the depths that you have, and you are not crazy. You are not alone, and you are worth it.
0: It's been such a wonderful opportunity to have Annie with us today. I have thoroughly enjoyed this time that we've spent together. Friends, take care of yourself. Take care of your health, your finances, but most important, take care of each other.